Welcome back to the Emmanuel Baptist Church podcast. Today we're going to be casting pods with a couple of the pastors of Emmanuel Baptist Church. Mm. The whole goal of this podcast is that you would know, love, and serve Emmanuel Baptist Church better. Uh, so today we're going to be doing that by talking about New Year's resolutions. But before we get to that, uh, just to kind of introduce you to our guests, we got Nathan and Theo. Um, if you both would just briefly tell us a little bit about yourselves, uh, especially how, how you became a Christian, how, how God saved you. Hey, Christian, thanks for doing this, man. It's so uh, fun to be back into the podcast and with, with uh, someone who knows podcasts, someone who's done podcasts, like basically this. If you guys want to see Christian's uh, college podcast that he did, check that out. Is it still available, Christian? Uh, I'm not going to answer that question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I became a Christian when I was seven years old. I grew up in a moral home, a church-going home. Uh, my sister... I uh, had a little sister who was born premature, lived for 10 days, and died. And I was just old enough to comprehend, think about death, existential questions. It, it just hit me by mm. God's grace. And uh, I was scared to death of death. I was unable to, unable to sleep. I was awakened to guilt. And uh, the simple gospel message came to me from uh, my mom and some people that she helped to talk to this disturbed little child. And all of a sudden, poof, I was a new creature. Mm. I could sleep at night. I knew my sins were paid for by Jesus and mm. I had eternal life. Uh, and then it's been a ups and downs and growth and you know the whole thing since then. But mm. I got to share basically that briefly in our church lawsuit, which was really cool. Mm. So, Praise God. Yeah, Praise recently. God. So. Sweet. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's an amazing, just amazing to think back at, at God's hand over your life and even using hard things, mm. you know, to bring about good things. That's mm. what he's always doing. Mm. So. Praise God. How about you, Theo? How did you come to know Christ? Yeah. Uh, so I'm Theo. For those of you who don't know me, uh, I was raised um, in California by a single mom. Uh, she knew she couldn't uh, raise me by herself without God's help, so she kind of threw me into the church by the time I was born, and so in church I, I heard the gospel, uh, I was convicted about my sin, I knew I needed a savior, um, and so I, I prayed and asked the Lord to save me from an early age. I don't think I really understood the full implications of the gospel until I was older. Um, a, a pivotal book for me in that was reading J.I. Packer's Knowing God. Mm. Um, and that was the first time I realized um, that Christ loves me when he saw me at my worst and mm. when I didn't, didn't have anything to give him. Mm. And if Christ uh, chose me, loved me, died for me, uh, even when he saw me at my worst, then I knew that um, his love for me wouldn't, isn't conditional upon mm. me and I could trust and rely on him to save mm. me from beginning to mm. end. Mm. And that's how I became a Christian. Praise God. When did you read Knowing God, Christian? Did you read that book? I haven't read it yet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's, right. that's the best book probably ever written outside the Bible. Wow. Wow. You heard it here first. With a, with a really hard first chapter that you have to plow through. But okay. okay. Powerful book. Yeah. It's good stuff. What, what I love about that is y'all's testimonies are both, in some ways, really different, uh, but in some ways... Uh, really similar, similar. Uh, a lot of the same themes running through, even if God saved you in, in radically different ways. 
Uh, honestly, that's one of the things I'm most excited for in this podcast is to be able to hear people's testimonies, to be able to share that uh, with the church. I think that's really cool. Is that going to be like uh, the first question you always yeah, ask? Yeah, uh, for, new, for, new, uh, for new people, just FYI, if you're listening, you're going to be on this uh, show. Just be prepared for that. I uh, want to get to know uh, people better. Uh, it's part of it, right? Getting to know Emmanuel Baptist Church. Part of that is, is knowing how people became Christians, how they were saved. Nice. Um, but that's not the only thing we're here to talk about. We're also here to talk about New Year's resolutions. Uh, one of my New Year's resolutions was to start a podcast, mm, and it's tough. taken until February, mid-February here to get it going. But we're getting it, we're getting it done. Do you guys have New Year's resolutions? How how are they going? I don't want to uh, throw shade on anything. No shame if if you've given up already. Um, but but yeah, what what does that look like in your guys' lives? Yeah, I've done it at different times. I I don't have a specific resolution or list of resolutions this year. But well, I'll just say one thing new about this year. So last mm. year. For my quiet time, morning devotions, uh, Andre and I both did the Be Thou My Vision um, daily liturgy. Mm. Uh, I remember at the start of 2022, I, I had a few of you guys on board with that. Christian, you were one of those guys, I think. I think you dropped out pretty yeah. fast. <laughs> I finished the whole year. Wow. I went through every month and uh, did that. It was really good. Um, I liked that. But I, in, in the liturgy, there was a time to read scripture and because we were doing it together as a couple, we would read it out loud mm. and it just wasn't the same for me. Mm. I, I'm a, I need a paper Bible in front mm. of me. Uh, and so <clears throat> this year went back to a kind of old trusted uh, Bible reading plan. And uh, I also bought a new Bible. Um, mm. And that's been really helpful. I got a brand new Bible. It's mm. a, it's a single column Bible with a big column for uh, taking notes in it. Mm. Um, and I had an old journaling Bible that's falling apart that is really small print. So I noticed I actually can't read small print anymore. I'm getting old mm. in that way. I also felt like I had been kind of like resting on previous uh, years interactions with the Bible. Mm. And I had, so I had this old worn out Bible with lots of notes in it. Mm. And I thought to myself pridefully, mm. oh, that's cool. And also... And a, a sense of like, I've, I've, I've done this, been there, done that. Mm, mm. And so just getting a brand new Bible yeah. with a clean slate, yeah. erased all those notes. I got to go afresh and engage with it again and write down these thoughts. And, and um, that's been really, really good for me, actually. That's like cool. My morning times in the Word have been a lot, a lot, a lot of new insights and old insights. Mm. But just it's been really good and sweet and hearing the Lord speak to me regularly. And I think having a paper Bible, reading it mm. and making notes and then getting even a new one to kind of get rid of the crutches maybe of a past one and not resting on previous year's insights. Yeah. You're a new Bible. I like it. Anything for you, Theo? Uh, I'm not a big New Year's resolutions guy. I think um, I, I set like little goals for myself each year to just try to, to do something. So uh, I, my Bible reading plan I'm trying to do this year mm. is just uh, four chapters in the Old Testament, four chapters in the New, mm. straight through. Mm. Uh, keep it simple. Four? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And then um, I try to read like uh, – two chapters at night with Janice and doing like the McShane Bible reading plan. Um, other like New Year's resolutions, I guess, like 
exercise regularly and um, I'm trying to like apply for a PhD by, by the end of the year. So if, if I did that, I did a pretty good job with the year. All right. So, All right. Uh, well, we'll check back. We'll hold you accountable. We'll see what happens. See if, uh, I'm not saying get in, just apply. But, All right. Yeah. All right. Come on. If you're applying, you're getting in. That's, I don't know that much about PhDs. Uh, we are here to talk a little bit though about the church as a whole. We don't necessarily have like New Year's resolutions for the church, uh, but it is a new year and they're, they're going to be uh, new things ahead for the church as a whole. Uh, so we're just going to talk through a bunch of different things. Uh, and I, I think one place to start is uh, we, we have a new region of accountability, a new ROA this year. Um, what, why do we do that? Why do we have a, a region of accountability every year? How'd that get started? <clears throat> uh, our, so our, you know, the ideal is that everybody's living in the neighborhood, invested in the neighborhood, and being evangelistic in the neighborhood. Mm. Uh, the reality is that sometimes takes a little catalyzing, right? So we want to be a program like church, not lots of programs, but the programs that we have and select be intentional to sort of poke and prod and kind of push people towards things that are good, mm. like being missional. I think our church personality probably tilts introvert, mm. uh, tilts inward, and so we want to be pushing outward. We want to continually be... Uh, pushing for and kind of keeping the the landed neighborhood local walkable mixed use urban that whole lifestyle we want to keep that in front of people so uh, anyway a few years ago we we got this uh, program called everyone hears and and they had a, a really simple strategy of just saying take a, a region of accountability adopt that and then say you're gonna just make you can't make sure everybody there becomes a Christian. You can't make sure anybody there is a Christian, mm. but you can make sure that you've done your duty to make sure everyone hears the gospel mm. in this particular area. Mm. And the strategy kind of generally was like uh, pray, uh, prayer, and then kind of the first quarter of the year, and then so show care somehow in the, in the middle, and then by the end of the year, make sure that you've shared. Mm. And um, that uh, seems simple enough. Yeah. And so we just take the UIC area, which is our church's home, our geographical plot of land the Lord's called us to and, and that we want to put down roots in and do a Jeremiah 29, 70-year vision in. And we just slice it up in different little slices. So we've done uh, Westgate Terrace, where we have a bunch of people. We've done Roosevelt Place. And then this year we just thought, hey, a lot of people get together uh, at Sheridan Park for different things. There's... Mm -hmm ultimate frisbee that some people hang hang out there on Sundays doing Saturdays this last few years several families have done softball t-ball mm. and there's just it's become a place where Emmanuel people are hanging out right in the neighborhood and then also in the last year you know the Lees bought a place right across the street mm. Mike Arrington lives right there mm. Shannon and mm. Naomi live right there Janice and Theo are just right around the corner it's like mm. hmm there's a little concentration of people there so let's adopt that it's a little bit more of a fuzzy area. It's hard to, harder to define, but mm. we want to start thinking about it. So, yeah, you know, like um, Chris Talk and I, we he comes over early every every once in a while uh, for small group, and we go on walks. And so this last week when we walked, we just mm. we walked up and walked all around Sheridan Park and just kind of mm. talked about it a little bit and said a prayer and just trying to engage that that way. So. Mm. Um, yeah, open to many ideas. So get the juices flowing, 
any thoughts you have, but let's start right now as the, we're still in winter time, which is praying. Yeah. Praying that God would be tilling that soil. Yeah. I love that because it's not random what, what we're choosing, what we're trying to be responsible for. Uh, it's not random and it's also not um, like something that's way beyond us. It's, hey, people are living here. People already interact with this. Let's just be a little bit more intentional with that. Uh, you talked a little bit about how to engage. Any other thoughts on how to take some responsibility for that, how members can actually get involved in that? Um, obviously, yeah, we should be all be brainstorming and thinking about this, but anything that you guys in, in your experience have either seen people doing right now that we give a little shout-out for, give, give a little plug for, uh, or just any, any thoughts that you have about engaging with that space? I, I would say set it in like your calendar or whatever to-do list you have just to plan to pray for that area. Um, as we already talked about, and uh, maybe you can partner up with somebody in the church as well and walk around there and pray. Mm. Um, I think uh, Christian and Rosario do a good job exemplifying in, in their neighborhood how to like get to know neighbors mm. and invite them into your home and uh, share what the gospel is and looks like in a family home. So mm. for those of us that live there, uh, maybe we can brainstorm together how to get to know our neighbors, how to invite them to into our homes and into our parties and into our lives to see what see what Jesus looks like when mm-hmm. he's displayed in communities mm-hmm. like that. Those are just some ideas. That's good. I know as uh, uh, Nate Lee's trying to get a um, access to the Galileo School gym to do like early morning basketball mm-hmm. stuff. So guys are into basketball. Pray for pray that that could happen and maybe consider joining that. Yeah. As spring warms up, you want to grab some. Um, you know, Jimmy John's and go have a picnic in a park. Mm. Consider going over to Sheridan and mm. hanging out there. Mm. Or your kids want to be in a, uh, a sports league or mm. a swimming class, the Sheridan Park Fieldhouse. Just, just stuff to kind of focus your attention that direction. And, um, and then as we move towards more specific strategies, you know, be open to that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It can feel a little bit overwhelming, like I said, especially this area is a little more... Uh, fuzzy, but really don't overcomplicate things. Um, just keep it simple. Um, and honestly, this is a great opportunity for discipleship, it sounds like. Hanging out with Nate Lee and talking to him about, hey, what are you doing? How can I get involved with this? Hanging out with Christian and Rosario, uh, who, are, who are really good at this kind of thing and learning from them. Uh, that's, that's a little bit outside of the church. Uh, stuff is happening internally in the church, too, which is pretty exciting. Uh, the meeting place where we gather, <laughs> it's getting remodeled. What's going on? What's, what are the changes? Mm. What's going to be new? Why are we doing that? Yeah, man. So I'm really excited about that. We, we uh, bought the building in fall of 2018, and we've had a big project every year since then. And uh, we're getting close to kind of the end, right? But mm. the next thing is the kids' corner area. And uh, it's, it's, it's doable, but it's not, like, super nice back there. Yeah. And uh, it could be rearranged a little bit better. So there's a team uh, from a church, and praise God for churches like this that have, you know, people that want to go to a mission trip, you know, for a week. So there's a church up in Minnesota. I know the pastor there, a really solid, good church. They want to send a team down of about 25 people. So many of them are, you know, retired guys who know how to do construction, and they really want to bless us. Mm. So Phil House, shout out to Phil. He's doing a lot of behind-the-scenes logistical work to get Mm. us ready for that. Uh, But we want to basically tear out the walls in the kids' corner and build a whole new kids' corner back there. Better structure, better suited for children's ministry, also some more flexibility. could kind of double as a conference room, and it would just be nice, crisp, clean, Mm. 
walls that are not patched or you know just just it's going to be it's going to be nice so it's going to be a a big work to do in in one week mm. and uh this church also probably has more people coming than can fit back there on top of each other in one week so they're asking about other uh projects in around the church or neighborhood so i'm considering ways to maybe use some of them to do some kind of clean and green at Sheridan Park mm. to dovetail together with our ROA. Beautiful. But also if there's somebody that has like a project at their house that they might need some cleaning or painting mm. or something, mm. they're willing to come to members' houses and just bless them mm. and, and do that. So, um, But yeah, that's that's coming up. Hopefully that, that's the end of June and hopefully that goes smoothly. And, and after that, we, I think, just have... The bathrooms is the next big thing, and and a few other little cosmetic stuff. But yeah, yeah, is that going to affect uh, gathering and worship and anything like that, or um, will, will things be pretty smooth? Hopefully not. Our June members meeting is that Sunday before, and we may ask people to help kind of stick around and just kind of move things out of closets and uh, stuff like that. And then the idea is that it all be ready to go by next Sunday. Sweet, yeah. that's exciting. That's really exciting. Hopefully that will help us. Uh, love and serve our kids better, um, keep them clean and safe, uh, and, and worship more smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be happening in the summer. Other exciting things are also going to be happening in the summer. We've got summer retreat coming up again. Uh, what's, what's it going to be on this year? Um, we're probably going to have a little podcast that's more focused on this, uh, but Theo, could you talk to us a little bit about what we're doing for summer retreat this year and how we can be looking forward to that, getting excited about it? Yeah, so the theme of the topic this year is sanctification, Mm. Uh, how God not only uh, delivers us from the penalty of sin, but also from the power of sin in Mm. our lives. Mm. Um, We'll have talks on, like, how does it work? Uh, What does the Bible teach about sanctification? Um, And practically, too, how do we see growth in our lives? Mm. How do we get better? How do we uh, put sin to death? Uh, how do we grow in Christ-likeness? Um, and what does that look like to do that as a community? Mm. Um, there's more we need to flesh out on how, how it's going to look in teaching it. But it, hopefully it'll be a way, a blessing, and, and very practical uh, teaching time for us to learn how to do the Christian life together as a mm. church. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's going to be a new location, too. Right? Yes. So we're trying to trying a new place in Cedar Lake, Indiana, mm. just kind of spice it up a little bit, move around, right. and uh, I'm, I can already kind of feel the long, warm win- uh, summer nights and mm. hanging out with church people. I'm looking forward to that. It's mm. going to be exciting. So make sure that's on your calendar. Yeah. Nothing says sanctification like a cushy new spot, right? <laughs> <laughs> if, if someone hasn't been to a, a summer church retreat, could we just like give them a little bit of what it looks like, uh, just kind of brief outline so they can know, like, I mean, there's tons of stuff to do in the summer, lots of places to go. Why is this a, a priority? So I, generally it'll last from Friday night to Sunday morning worship. Um, you can come anytime <clears throat> you're available in that time slot. Mm-hmm. And I realize some people are working and have kids and it's, it's complicated, so mm-hmm. it, Anytime in that time slot, even if you just want to come on Sunday morning worship, we would encourage people though to like plan to use it as a vacation with your church family. Mm. So come for as much of it as you can. Mm. Uh, we'll have a general intro session on Friday, and then 
probably do some sort of campfire Friday night, some games. Uh, we'll have three sessions of teaching on Saturday. Um, and then interspersed between that, we normally have some free time to get to do activities and some like time of organized games where we all get to mm. hang out and uh, work together to creatively uh, do some fun things together mm. and, and get to know people who we normally don't talk to in the church. Yeah. Um, and then we try to cap it off on Sunday morning with a, a sermon that uh, sort of encapsulates everything we've been learning about mm. and sends us back into the city refreshed and, and ready to go on God's mission he has mm. us for. Mm. That's July 7th to 9th. July 7th to 9th. Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend, especially if you're new. Uh, I was new. I came in fall 2021 um, and showed up to that first summer retreat. And it was a huge way to get to know people um, outside of uh, how, you, how you normally might. Sometimes uh, Sunday mornings you kind of get to talk to people, but because of maybe the way your schedules work or whatever, there's some people in the church it's, it's harder to get to know. Um, and this is a, a really incredible opportunity uh, to just spend a weekend with the whole church, um, have those conversations, those deeper conversations, those fun times, uh, maybe get to know some of the families if you're single or if you're a family, be able to get to know um, some of the other couples in the church um, it is a really valuable time. Um, those are kind of some of the more like real specific concrete things. We've got a new region of, of accountability, the meeting place is getting remodeled, we've got a summer retreat coming up. Uh, we do have some more like kind of fuzzy things in the future, things that we're just like looking forward to, thinking about. Um, and, and one of those is uh, maybe maybe the biggest one um, is uh, we're just nearing capacity. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, the seats are filling up every Sunday. Uh, we can have 150 people in this space, um, and we're getting close to that number. Um, what is that going to look like for us in the next couple of years? I assume this remodel is not uh, increasing the capacity. Um, so what? What are we going to do about that? The short answer is we're not 100% sure, but the long-term goal is, as, as always, our, our goal as Emmanuel Baptist Church is to enjoy and then proclaim the good news of Christ to the great city of Chicago mm. and to be a multiplying community that does that. Mm. So our goal isn't to be the biggest church on mm. the block. Uh, our goal is to be a church that's healthy and that can help plant and revitalize other churches in the city of Chicago to spread the gospel farther and wider out in our city and uh, bring Christian community and Christian health to other spots of the city that need it as well. Mm. Um, so we're, we're looking at options to do that in the next coming years. Uh, we'll probably ask and see if there are some uh, missionally driven people that would be willing to take part in a, a risky venture for the gospel, mm. go to a new neighborhood uh, and evangelize there, try to tell other people about Jesus there and try to build another gospel preaching church there, wherever mm. that is. Mm. Um, so that's always a goal. That's always something we want to have people to have on their mind and pray about and think about. Uh, maybe even pray for yourself whether you might be a person that might want to do that. Mm, yeah. um, I so. hope that gets some people excited. I hope that vision gives you like a, a grand kind of picture of how your life here in the city could be used for something big because it's uh, a huge city with huge, huge needs. Mm. And my from my perch kind of 
with Chicagoland Baptist and just involved with other networks in the city, it's just it's pretty pretty bad. Mm. You know, there's mm. just not not a lot of churches, not nearly enough churches, and the churches that are there are declining and dying. And mm. so I, I could get us a, a building in any number of neighborhoods in the city right now if we just had people descend to go put in there. Mm. And, uh, and we are getting closer to that than we've ever been as far as, mm. you know, the total number of our members. We have 97 members right now. That's more than we've ever had. Mm. Uh, there are some, some things that, that, that make me encouraged that we're getting there, but there's also some things that I see as like, wow, I think we need more sanctification. Mm. We need mm. more, more individuals in the church that are more mature. And as a church as a whole, we need, we need more people who are stable and committed to the vision and mm. um, really finding their identity in Christ individually and corporate identity in the church. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm patient, but I want to keep, I don't want to drive it. I want the Holy Spirit to do it, mm. but I want to keep kind of putting that out there in front of people as something to aspire to and something to pray for. Mm. And, um, you know, I feel like we're taking two steps forward, one step back all the time. Mm. You know, people are we're making big progress, and then there's a lot of things that we still need to grow in. We need more mature Christians who are just happy in, in the Lord and cheerfully serving. Mm. And uh, we need more elders. We need more deacons uh, for, for multiplication to happen. Because we've, we've planted a church before that was premature and forced, and it, was, and it didn't go well. I want to learn from those lessons. The lesson isn't don't do that again. The lesson is just, in many ways, do it better. Yeah. And, uh, but it we need it. We need it. Mm. <laughs> we just Jesus needs to be worshipped more in our church and in more churches throughout our city. Mm. And uh, and that's what I'm going to keep working with everything I got towards and praying towards. And mm. I hope that you guys you know, can get behind that too. And what, what I needs is just for your, your growth. Don't, don't stagnate. Don't dilly dally. <laughs> don't, you know, take it seriously. Your life is going away fast and get focus on the things you need to grow in and sanctification mm. to be ready to become an elder or a deacon mm. or a church, cor- a church plant core member, mm. um, commit more to the body here and grow in love. Don't pull back. Don't retreat. Don't stagnate. Let's move forward. That's good. It's a good call in looking ahead to the future to look beyond our own lives or even just the life of this church, um, but to look uh, forward to uh, God's uh, total um, plan for the city, uh, his, his plan uh, for the world, and to recognize that, hey, I, my life is not my own. Um, let me use my life uh, to serve others, to serve the Lord. Um, it sounds like we probably need to do a podcast later at some point to dive more into that. What does that look like? What does that look like personally uh, for each of us to take responsibility for that? Um, and what does that look like as a church? In what ways do we need to grow? Uh, so look forward to that. But this, the whole point of this episode is just to cast a vision for a bunch of different things that we're excited for this year. Uh, I, I want to just end kind of asking you guys anything else you're personally excited for in the, in the coming year, um, anything that we haven't touched on. Uh, either in the life of your church, personal life, life of Chicago, whatever it is. Yeah, there's a lot. But one more thing that I'll just highlight I'm excited about is uh, through working with Chicagoland Baptist, we got this big thing August 4th and 5th called Serve Tour. We're bringing 
over a thousand people to Chicago to work with people in Chicago to serve Chicago in the name of Jesus. And I'm just hoping this can be a big shot in the arm to many churches. And uh, one of the ways that we as a church are going to be involved is uh, we have uh, we've reserved this uh, medical trailer. It's a state-of-the-art, new, outfitted mobile medical unit. Mm. We got a lot of medical people and professionals in our church. It's kind of one of the flavors of our church. And so we have this uh, trailer that we, we I've talked to uh, the alderman and I've talked to uh, Mary Baggett, who runs Abla Homes uh, Community Organization. And uh, we're going to have... Uh, that trailer there, August 4th and 5th, and we need to staff it with people from the church providing free medical uh, kind of consultation and screenings mm. to our, our neighbors. Mm. And uh, so put that on your calendar too and think about ways you can pray and prepare to be part of that. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Theo, anything you're, you're excited for? I'm just excited to be in this church mm. for another year mm. with uh, people, people I love and people that... We have the privilege to uh, pastor and shepherd and do life with together. It's always a joy, and I'm always uh, excited for what the Lord might bring this year. Praise God! I'm super excited about that too, Theo. This has been it's been fun the last six months to do full time ministry together with you. Yep. And this will be a first full year of that, yep. and I I think that's uh, good things are on the horizon with there with yep. that. And thanks for all you're doing to to help. Mm-hmm. carry that load mm-hmm. thank you guys for what you guys do appreciate it and thank you Christian for this great idea <laughs> and making it happen and uh, yeah, hopefully it's yeah. helpful and edifies the body sweet dude would you mind just closing this out just kind of praying for the year ahead praying sure. for the church yeah um, yeah yeah Father God I thank you for IBC I thank you for the blessing and privilege it is to uh, be here Lord and mm-hmm. have a church community like this mm-hmm. pray that we wouldn't take it for granted um I know we have weaknesses, Lord, and, and there's always ways that we can grow. So I pray that you'd help us to be realistic, see that, repent, yeah. uh, be broken before the cross, Lord. Um, but then I pray that you'd help us to aspire to great things, not in our own power, but because we truly believe in the promises you gave us in Christ Jesus, Lord. Mm-hmm. So we love you. We pray that you'd help us love you better as a mm-hmm. church, Lord, and show us what that looks like in loving the city of Chicago. Pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.